Welcome to the New Entertainment System Podcast, the show where me, Nathan Brandt, and me, Cam Conant, use the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 24 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. But today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from his YouTube channel featuring Let's Plays and shows such as Scary Game Squad and The Gentleman's Gaming Club. He's a writer, a podcaster, and someone who does so much shit that it's honestly really hard to sum up in an introduction. It's Jesse Cox. Uh, you know, that's the best introduction I've received, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing it, and I was like, how many deep cuts do I want to say, like, you're the writer of Florida Man and, like, an elf story? Like, I was watching, like, a bunch of Cox tunes today to, like, see if I could get some deep cuts, but I wanted to keep it, uh, wanted to keep it light and fresh. You know, light and fresh has never been used to describe me, but, again, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Cam, my co-host, how are you doing today? Ah! I'm doing pretty all right. Uh, I just got back from camping yesterday, even though it's really damn cold out here, which I don't really recommend. Uh, but I uh, I lost a badminton match to like an elementary school girl. So I guess that happened. Uh, Are there badminton video games? And should I say badminton? Should I force myself to say badminton? I, I don't know, man. Just sure. I feel like it's when you say Guy Fieri. It's like, all right, calm down. Just chill out. Chill out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not a podcast about Guy Fieri. This is a podcast where a robot makes us video games. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Gentlemen, today, my first game that I'm going to be talking about is a Silent Hill game that's a toys to life game but it requires the 3ds ar cards huh so <laughs> okay so you're gonna you're gonna i'm thinking you're gonna go to your local nerd store and buy a pack of cards and you're gonna scan them maybe this isn't necessarily on the 3ds um maybe you you scan them with some sort of switch peripheral and you get a uh, spooky scary uh nurses and pyramid's head in your in your real life ar scenario what do we think wait what <laughs> <laughs> wait what so, so <laughs> the, this game that the robot made for me right no oh, i oh i get that okay <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out where on the wagon train we fell off here <laughs> so okay we're talking a what so is it scary it can be. It can this could be, be, I guess. This could be Silent Hill Babies with a Z if we want it, we want it to be. So it's not like sexy nurses with no faces. It's like children in nurse outfits with no faces? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You so said it's... babies. You said babies. Silent Hill right. Babies. <laughs> no, we are not going down that road. No, so the only thing that's required... Like, remember when Miss Piggy and Kermit and they were all like babies? And is it like that? <laughs> is it as scary as that? <laughs> as scary as Muppet Babies? Yes. Is this just like the Final Fantasy World version of a Silent Hill game or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it could be. It could be. This could be Konami wants to reinvigorate the franchise. Um, it decides now it wants to do that. And then yeah. um, it's going to go, you know, Konami does Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah? So they can maybe do... Um, some Silent Hill cards uh, that you can scan with. Maybe you like use the uh, Amiibo scanner on your Switch uh, or you use the PlayStation Eye or whatever the fuck <laughs> and, you, and you scan in spooky things in real life. What you're going to be doing, I have no idea, but that's something that we got we to gotta figure out. Oh, jeez, Yuke. 
It's the pyramid head. <laughs> maybe. Okay. So maybe this is a crossover. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Sure. The, the millennium puzzle head. Like <laughs> that's a pyramid, right? We can. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. That counts. Yeah. We can cross this over. There are Egyptian themes. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Cam, where do, where do you think you see this game going? Oh, I really kind of like the idea of having it be a Yu-Gi-Oh crossover. Um, <laughs> maybe if we're doing like a Toys to Life thing with like those cards, hmm, maybe it can, I'm thinking maybe some sort of dumb dungeon crawler similar to kind of like the Skylanders games. I'm really not sure what else you can kind of do with a Toys to Life thing. Uh, there is a specific horror element that is <laughs> the the different body parts of Exodia are a lot scarier when they're on their own. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what do you think we can do with with a with a Silent Hill game where we scan we use AR cards? Well, can you define Toys to Life for me? Because Basically, I have an idea that I don't know if that's what you are talking about. <laughs> it's 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 blue sky. We can do whatever. But my my uh, my uh, definition of a toys to life game is anything that requires you to buy a physical thing that's separate from the game. This could be like Skylanders. This could be Amiibo. This could be you know e-reader cards. That kind See, of thing. See, this is why I needed the clarity because I thought you were saying like Toy Story. Or, oh. or like, you know, <laughs> okay. like toys coming to life. I was like, wait, so is it, is it a horror game, but the toys are trying to kill you, and the way you fight the toys is with cards? Because... <laughs> kind of like that more. <laughs> the the idea of all these, like, fucking, they accidentally printed these Silent Hill cards, and, like, they're playing them in a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. They just come out and just start fucking just slaughtering people. Yes, <laughs> like it's a mistake, but these little tiny monstrosities come out and start killing people? I'm yes. totally into that. Absolutely. So this takes place in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, Jesse? Well, yeah. I mean, like, Joey Wheeler, all of them. They're all there. Mostly Joey Wheeler. They're all there, <laughs> and they have to stop these cards that are evil. I mean, this is, what What did you say this was? A 3DS game? It could be. It could be whatever. It could be whatever we want it to be. But I'm thinking 3DS or Switch. Yeah, this is, if this is like a portable game. I think we have to skew a little younger. We stick with Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe... Crossover into some of the the dead card games from from the nineties. Bring those back. The undead card games. Oh yeah, and then see, <laughs> it's all coming together now. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that we need to figure out like what the objective in the game is and what the what the plot is. I think like maybe you're in a Yu Gi Oh tournament. We also need like a, a good catchy name uh, for this game as well. But I think you're in a Yu Gi Oh tournament. Joey Wheeler is there confirmed. <laughs> And you are, something goes wrong with the cards. The heart of the cards has become corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now, it's now your duty to travel the land and tame these cards and stop them from killing everybody and making weird fog and pyramid heads in the real world, question mark? I don't know. Oh, so, so you're saying that this is going to be using some sort of AR tech on your gadget, your handheld device. Yes. That yes. will in some way make it like, oh, what is that game? Fatal Frame. Yes. Ooh, mm. yes. So you look through, you look through, because I guess it's like, oh, the real world, what you see is a veil of air quotes fog that covers mm -hmm. the real true horrors. And the <laughs> only way you can see them is by looking through your, your handheld device like a spirit 
viewing lens <laughs> and you see all the, the horrible things that exist in the weird world that we can't see. Yes. This is going to be like the, whatever the, the like looking glass item in Zelda was where you're like, you're seeing what's really there. Mm. Like you need to go buy these packs of cards. Like, and for anybody listening that doesn't know, like the 3ds came with this little pack of AR cards that you scan in and it's like, Oh, Mario's on your fucking table or whatever. So this is going to be sort of like that, but with like horrible monstrosities. Everyone's aware of those cards. No one has ever used them. (laughs) (laughs) They've always been thrown away. Mine are still like sitting in the bag, probably in the trash somewhere. We need to figure out what we're going to name this game. Because I think we've got like a general, like a gist of what what the story is going to be, where you're going to be going through and revealing things that are, you know, just hidden from your from your real site in the real world and you're going to be trying to get to the heart of the corruption and end it once and for all. So so do we want this to be like a Yu-Gi-Oh game or a Silent Hill game? Yes. Or do we okay, or, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> We need to cuz Yu-Gi-Oh has been it has waned in popularity, yeah. but they still have their fans. Well, why not do the smart thing and make it a Silent Hill game? Mm-hmm. But it's slowly revealed over the course that it is definitely a Yu-Gi-Oh game. It's okay. like you look, you like see off in the distance, like that kind of looks like a blue eyes white dragon, but yep. I couldn't really tell. And then yep. later on, you get to like, oh shit, this guy is like, hello, I am the dark magician. <laughs> like they just beat you over the fucking head with it. Yes. <laughs> Maximilian Pegasus is there. Jesse, do you think there's going to be like full card art, sexy nurses and stuff like that? Like, oh yeah. No, it's all very, very tastefully done. Of course. Right. Of course. But uh, yeah, I think. Instead of revealing Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, I think the card descriptions should match old Yu-Gi-Oh card descriptions. So we okay. like lay that foundation early, and yeah. like Ooh. have you know, and there's there's trap cards and things like that that are in there. But we don't, you know, it's trap cards to stop the monsters. Yep. Right, and we and then <laughs> over time, people will slowly realize, and that's how we get them. I think I think we can do that. And like I said, you know, Pyramid Head. You know, there's them them's pyramids in in the Yu-Gi-Oh's, so we can definitely yeah. make that kind of a a crossover and make that work. We still need to find a snappy marketing name. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like Silent Hill something. Uh, uh hmm. so it's it's interesting that PT was like a backdoor like pilot for for Silent Hills, right? Yeah. But this is sort of like a backdoor Yu-Gi-Oh revival in a Silent Hill game. Okay, okay. Follow me here. I am. Silent Hills, but like dashed and hyphenated <laughs> like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, that's, that smells bad. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best I've got, all right? Mm. <laughs> like, what are... Let me look up some some Silent Hill... Like game names. Let me see. Um, I don't like that if you type in Silent Hill, the third thing down is Silent Hill Nurse. Because you know that just means there's people out there like, man, I got to find out more about those nurses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Oh, my God. Check out the blood on these dames. Oh, yeah. We've got Shattered Memories. We've got Downpour. We've got The Arcade, The Escape, Book of Memories, and The Box. I'm looking up like a scary Yu-Gi-Oh card or something <laughs> to maybe name it after that. I think we can I think we can go with Silent Hill. We don't need to belabor this too too hard. But I like I like it. I like the idea. I've always liked Toys to Life games. I have like a copy of 
that bad Star Fox game behind me with the R wing and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I literally own pretty much every amiibo. So like this is totally my shit. I wanted an e-reader when I was a kid super bad. So like I love the idea of, you know, combining physical items with a video game and somehow making it better. So we've made our we've made our first 100% perfect game. So we're going to take a brief break and we will come back at you with another brand new never before seen game. <laughs> And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Hit it, Cam. All right, this time around, we have rolled the beautiful game that is a duck hunt game that is made by Yoko Taro, but is packed with microtransactions. I am not the the biggest uh, source of knowledge when it comes to Yoko Taro games. Jesse, I know that you are at least familiar. Butts. Lots of butts is the answer. <laughs> yeah, honestly, these these ducks are thick. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, the question is: Is the dog is it like a like a sexy big butted dog? Hundred percent catching big butted birds. Is that the yes. I mean? Hundred percent. Great. I, poor poor Yoko Taro. I know. Like, we're like the man likes butts. <laughs> <laughs> so so you are like dog e or something like that and you're like you're trying to hunt the that that pleasant pheasant and you're trying to oh my god yeah that's it (laughs) this is this is coming from a man who has not played any yoko taro games but i only i just know i'd like it's horniness radiates and i can i can feel Uh, it yeah that's well i i think the one thing that i would say needs to happen in this game Mm -hmm. is it needs to be a game where the first time you play through it, you're shooting ducks and it's like, bah, 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 beep, 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 beep. and then the more you play it, the more you realize there's something weird going on. Like the yeah. like the sexy dog will look at you and like give you like a wink or, or say something to you that's really cryptic. That's like, have you ever wanted to meet your maker and then destroy them? Things like that. <laughs> and then, and then when you beat it, you you'll all of a sudden go back to the beginning but now when you play the dog won't be there and you'll you'll have to play through and you'll be like what happened to the dog and then you play through it again and now you see the dog in the distance and the dog's like come with me, come with me. <laughs> and the more you play after playing through the game 14 times you now reach the real ending which is actually about metaphysics and yes. the state of human nature yeah yeah great great i like that a lot i i like that that there's just like a, we- a weirdly thick dog, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, a very, a very, very <laughs> finely tushed dog, and the dog is just very into breaking out of the game. There has to be a component yeah. where the dog's like, "I'm trapped in here, and I need you to help me escape. My my <laughs> hell is catching birds for you." Yeah, this dog is vegan. He doesn't want to. He doesn't <laughs> right. want to kill any birds anymore. Yeah, I like the idea of like the futility of you just killing these ducks over and over again is just some complicated, depressing metaphor for the futility of existence. <laughs> oh yeah, eventually no ducks show up. Whoa, and you're just waiting. You just sit there and you're just like, man, nothing. I don't feel like doing anything. Life is painful. 
and then that's just like hey yeah we know and then it just moves on right to the next fucking thing <laughs> at the end of the game the you help the dog break out of the game and the game resets and you can no longer play it so we have like the duck hunt and sort of the yoko taro stuff going here but like mm -hmm. the pact with microtransactions i i think that's something that we would have to like kind of turn it into like a weird satire of them but still let people do them because i feel like that is something yoko taro would kind of do well, most of the microtransactions are related to making the dog sexier. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. It's mostly cosmetics, but all the cosmetics <laughs> help you in some way. For example, all the bird's butts, you can make them bigger, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, by paying that money, it helps you shoot them because they've got such big butts. For every right. dollar, it increases one centimeter. Right. Just like in radius. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and so it's easier to shoot them down, making the game easier. I'm into that. Is this is this just like a one for one? Like you're looking at the duck hunt screen, like for like the entirety of it, but it just what happens on the screen is different. Or in like the C route, are you gonna is like the dog gonna beckon you forward, and you, now you're in like a post apocalyptic like adventure? Right, right. As you get down further into the to the you know E F G, and you go to those storylines. You're seeing no longer the duck hunt screen, but you are in some hellscape with robots trying to feel emotions, <laughs> and it's you're in the inner workings of the game itself. Where you, you know how every time you go into like, oh, I'm in the Unix system. I know that they like fly through <laughs> buildings and stuff. It's yeah. that, but it's what's inside the game cartridge. Great. So, uh, since this is kind of a Yoko Taro joint, I feel like pretty much everything he work on it works on is connected. So is like one of the endings of this game just like tied directly into like a near game then probably? Right. 9S at one point unzips the suit and reveals the fact that 9S was the dog the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that or like you, you load up like Route H or whatever and, and you're just shooting. It's just Guard 3. Um, sure. Well, this is connected to the Dragon Guard series, no matter yes, what. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. There will be a revelation. This is, in fact, very connected and super important to all the other lore and is a major, major storyline. Ooh, ooh, okay. So then after 9S unzips himself, reveals that he is the dog, the dog in one of our final endings unzips himself. He's a fucking dragon. Sure. <laughs> right, of course. But he's the dragon who is responsible for the genocide of mankind, and he's trying to make up for it, and he needs your help. Yes, I, this is, what was that? It was, started with an A. I forget the name of that dragon. That's not important, but sure. A dragon. All I remember is that it was like the Gestalt program or something yes, wacky like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's all related. Don't worry about it. It'll make sense in like five games. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Uh, Nate, you've never played a Yoko Taro anything. And nope. just so you know, this bullshitting makes perfect sense. Yes. Everything we've said is not crazy. I mean, it is. It is crazy, but it's not wrong. Can we have a rhythm game at the end of this? Like, how how far are we going? Ooh, okay. Like, I I I have I've not played a Yoko Taro game, but I know like all of this sort of like you know the routes and the mm -hmm. you know the metaphysical bullshit of it, um, and the horniness. I guess I know I know uh, all about yeah. that. I I know that Near Automata like kind of mashes up like RPG beat 'em up stuff, but with also like bullet hell things, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, does it do anything else? Like, is there really, like, a rhythm game at the end of it? Or, like... At the end of... So, like, the ending of Drakengard that feeds into the near timeline is actually just a fucking rhythm game. Like, the final boss is a rhythm game. Cool. Well, let's... Fuck it. Let's do that in this one, too. But you're doing it with a gun. 
You're doing it with yeah. a peripheral. <laughs> gun gun revolution. Do we have to – are we selling a light gun with this? Uh, that's one of the microtransactions. Great. <laughs> physical – Yoko Taro, physical microtransactions. Okay, he that is, is big on he it. he would absolutely do. He would yes. 100% do that. The gun, you could get your base gun, but the gun has other features. Like a handle, that's another 20 bucks. Right? Oh Everything God. that you need, a sight, five ninety nine. Everything you would need to play this game is part of the gun. <laughs> I hate that I'm still on board and I would probably actually play this. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, fuck it. Give me more Yoko Taro bullshit. I'm here. Yeah. It, this oh, this man. game needs to have, like, an unintelligible, like, name. Uh, but, you, Jesse, you were saying that this is sort of going to be the first in the timeline where, like, the <laughs> like you, you end up fighting the dragon that does something for Drakengard. Is that what I'm well, hearing? Well, I, I feel like it will be revealed that... We are part of that timeline. Okay. Ooh, yes. Is this a strand game? Is this, <laughs> is this, that, is this that strand game I've been hearing so much about? <laughs> um, so we've been playing the entire time. Maybe it hooks up with our, our social media accounts. and It just starts posting to Twitter for you. <laughs> and it just says quack, quack, quack. <laughs> and pictures of th- thick ducks and dogs. <laughs> This game will make your parents worried about you. <laughs> yeah, at the end, it shuts down Twitter permanently. Whoa. Once one million people play and beat the game, it ends Twitter. <laughs> 100% on board with that. Yeah, yeah. This will be the first Yoko Taro game I play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? I, now I, you're in. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's it's uh it's duck hunt right so you're 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 killing birds in it and so we're gonna end Twitter with this game too. They're all sexy blue birds. Oh my oh, god! Oh shit! The ultimate duck. The ultimate that's that's duck. the yes that's the secret ending. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. Like what what better and more influential bird is there to kill but the blue Twitter bird? Holy shit! This rules right. with boobs. <laughs> I guess. Oh man. Okay, brain blast for real. I like that. Oh my god, I like that a I lot. I am dying over here. <laughs> what are we? This is a good game. I like this. <laughs> we need to come up with a name that's going to be catchy, and like maybe we want to hint at the Twitter thing, or maybe we don't. So I, I, don't I kind of like the idea of keeping up with the like weird near thing of just like near is the main character of the first near game. So I like the idea of. Maybe just naming it something like Mallard, but with like random letters capitalized. Oh yes, like with a like with leet speak, basically. Yes. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The L's are obviously ones. Totally. Yeah. And the A's are fours. We got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I and think a, and a lowercase M capital D. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are we? I love this. I love. We this. need a subtitle for it as well. We need it to be like <laughs> Mallard. Hold on, I'm gonna look up pretentious words. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, great, perfect. I I kind of did that earlier when I googled Silent Hill game names. Right? So. All right, I got you. I got okay, you. Okay. okay. Mallard, cognizant paradigm. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. There's your fucking episode title. Holy shit. <laughs> So say that again. Cognizant what? Cognizant paradigm. Love that. Oh, my God. Cognizant paradox. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's even cognizant paradox. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. I like that a lot. That's the worst. That's the worst title of a video game ever made. (laughs) It is. In the history of video games. 
This is it's terrible. This is the this is the gritty <laughs> reboot of Ooh. of Duck Hunt that we uh, that we've been needing for so long. We've got Duck Hunt in Smash, and now Duck Hunt, the dog and the duck will get thick and will think. Thick brains, thick ass. Give them whiplash. I just want everyone to remember, much like Yoko Taro, we started this conversation about how to make a game about sexy, big-butted dogs. You're right. And now we've created the best game ever. Yeah, you're completely right. Like, fuck. Oh, man. I am just, like, galaxy-braining over here. Just fuck, man. Yeah, so it's it's Mallard with Leet Speak, colon... Subtitle Cognizant Paradox. What the fuck is wrong with us? I don't. Who the fuck knows? I said, I literally said thick ass. Wait, I said thick brain, thick ass. Give him whiplash earlier. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the subtitle on the or the the like quote on the back. That's the back of the box quote. <laughs> oh my god! And if you're an artist, definitely, definitely draw this and, and, uh. tweet, and tweet at me, and I will definitely laugh at that and then not retweet it because that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, if you can draw what you think the concept of a thick brain is, let us know. <laughs> Just mega mind or something like that. Yeah. Is it like a brain, but the lobes are two nice butt cheeks? Yeah, I think that would so. be amazing. <laughs> Just. What are we doing? <laughs> Perfect. I think we have made our, our second of two 100% on Metacritic perfect <gasps> games. I think that's great. And that brings us to the end of our program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the new entertainment system for use in future episodes. You can submit words to be fed into the new entertainment system by tweeting us at the NES pod or posting in our Patreon. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Cam, what do we got? Uh, this week, we have added the following to the machine. Um, at Pilsnagram, which is a name that's hard to read, submitted Horizon Zero Dawn for a, an IP for us to enter. Nice. Uh, the boys over at the At Pocketoid uh, podcast, go check them out, uh, submitted whatever the fuck a Strand game is. <laughs> uh, so, Which now we know. Yeah, I think we've made one. Yeah. And then we have added uh, that it uses a tilt sensor like in Kirby Tilt and Tumble, which I love. Uh, this brings our potential game total to 24,031,200 games. That is a lot of games. And the more we add, the bigger the number gets, like, exponentially. So the the intro where I say 24 million in, like, probably two weeks, it'll be 25 million. It's going to keep going. Um, Jesse, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Well, before I shamelessly plug myself, mm-hmm. let me just say, in the future, I give this to you. Mm-hmm. Kojima-esque, strand-like, rogue-lite, turn-based RPG. Go. There you go. Enjoy that. Let it simmer. Maybe we'll do that for our our Patreon-exclusive bonus uh, episode. Yeah, let that simmer. Just, you know, that's for everyone out there. Think about what that could possibly be. I like that I like the, I like I like the use of strand like yeah me too you know, whatever that could mean Kojima esque is good <laughs> yeah I'm thinking it's like some sort of dumb turn based social boktai game or some shit whoa <laughs> whoa did you guys know there's two boktai games yeah the second one's fucking good there's actually three you're gonna get me started I fucking love boktai Nate. This is not a podcast about Boktai. This it is, fucking this is should the, be, though. This is the section of the show where Jesse shamelessly plugs himself, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. On YouTube, Jesse Cox. On Twitch, Jesse Cox. On Twitter, Jesse Cox. Uh, no I, just J-E-S-S-E-C-O-X. 
and uh, I mean, I'm everywhere. I'm even on Instagram. If anyone wants to just go look at me post weird pictures, um, yeah, you just find me everywhere doing too much stuff. Uh, go check out Monster Prom. It's a game that I uh, helped make, and we are working on Monster Prom 2. And in the future, we're doing a horror FMV game. Oh, That's another one to add to the list. That sounds great. Yeah. And so more wacky stuff to come, more fun stuff. Uh, we're creating our newest episode of Gentlemen's Gaming Club on the game Control is coming out, I think, this week. Ooh. So look out for that. I'm not saying we have a special guest and it's amazing that this happened, but uh, keep an eye out. It should be great. Cool. Dude, awesome. It's it's rare that somebody does so many disparate different things and they're all like 10 out of 10 quality as, as you do. So it's it's really cool that uh that you agreed to to be on the show today. Yeah. We really very yeah. deeply appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure of mine to just talk. Apparently I love to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of the new entertainment system podcast. Remember if you want access to all our bonus episodes, early access to new episodes, shout outs or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a positive review because it does help us out. Big thanks to SleeperHold9001 for leaving the following review on Apple Podcasts. Two funny dudes and a robot come up with definitely good video game ideas. AAA developers come get ideas while they're piping hot. And listeners come get some laughs while they're absolutely scorching. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. We love to read your reviews on the show as well. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we'll be sure to shout you out in a future episode. I can be found at at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamdyMan. Shout out to the nanobiologist, Mikey Phillips, Zach Brown, Patrick McPherson, Erica Scherer, Alec Bobko, and Miss Shelby Ray. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, the Fitnessgram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. Okay. Cam, <laughs> Jesse, I, I, I always forget to prep our guests that the sign-off is like a surprise to me. Put in the, put in the script by Cam. I just find some random bullshit and make him read it, and it's like the highlight of my week. Yeah.